0: Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Church Creatives Club podcast. So excited to have you guys with us. Um, Just wanted to let you know that the January 2023 issues are in, if you would like a print copy of those. Uh, We are completely sold out of hoodies, so be expecting a new merch drop to come soon. Hopefully, we'll be getting some T-shirts ready for the spring. Um, And as always, you can go ahead and submit content for the magazine. We will be putting the next one out probably around May or June this year. Um, But anyway, today we got special guest, very good friend of mine, longtime friend, Brad Essary, and we are going to be talking about production, um, specifically event production. Um, I've worked alongside Brad um, at several youth camps, several youth conventions, uh, and I just figured, you know be an interesting topic. We're both gearheads. We love talking about gear uh, and media and anything church-related like that, but I think it'll be a good episode. I think everybody will learn something. So, Brad, go ahead, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about what you do.
1: Well, uh, thanks, Anthony. Uh, My name is Brad, like uh, Anthony just said. Uh, (laughs) uh, Yep, so I I live in the Mobile area, uh, down in the Pretty much the lowest part of the state, of Alabama, that you can live in. Uh, if you go any more, you'll probably be in the ocean. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, but we live uh, like like Anthony said. Known Anthony for quite many years now, and um, it's always fun to work alongside him. And uh, you know, we do district, uh, state events. We do, and then you know, we're both uh, heavily involved in our local assemblies as well. So, uh, just uh, happy to be here. Yeah.
0: So we'll get started. One thing that I've always found interesting with um, specifically event production, because we're both heavily involved in our churches. Um, You know, we we may not run sound or media or lights every day, but we're kind of involved in in setting it up and maintaining that and training the teams. Um, But the difference that I've always found fascinating with events is when you go, when you show up to church, it's pretty much the same thing every Sunday. Like you're not hooking up brand new gear you're not plugging everything in but when you go to an event it's literally like a brand new room it's only going to be set up for a couple of days um so kind of explain a little bit of that mindset when you're going and you're you're setting up for an event like what are some things you're looking for that you don't think about because your stuff doesn't really change sunday to sunday
1: at a church yeah that's that's a really good point a lot of times you know when you're when you're talking about a live event, you're talking about, uh, you know, you've probably rented a a space and, uh, renting space, you know, ballrooms, banquet halls, convention centers, civic centers, it's not cheap. And so a lot of times, you know, you have to pay for a few days of a, of a rental. You only get maybe a day extra early on the front end to, to get loaded in. And, uh, that can be a lot, you know, when you consider, uh, you just consider, you know, your local church. You know, it it took probably three, maybe five days of 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 work to install. Just say, for example, a PA or uh, projectors or an LED wall or you know n- anything new, you name it. So that it, that's where live event becomes uh, kind of a challenge, is because you're going into a space that you may have been in before, but it's. It, there there is a huge challenge of you know making sure everything works right, making sure everything is is uh kind of set up to where it's it, it's gonna be able to 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 not fail
0: <laughs> right uh,
1: versus something that you've installed for you know it's been installed for you know five plus years and one of those things you you don't think about it breaking because it's just installed like it's it's never moved it it never you know uh so yeah it's it's a huge challenge uh being in in the live event space of uh just not hoping but knowing that your your gear will will last and and make it through so yeah
0: yeah if if you think about like if you had to take everything out of your church and move it into a brand new facility all in within like a 24 hour time period or like a 10 hour time stuff. period yeah, I mean, it's a lot It's a lot to think about. You think about plugging up every microphone, every instrument, every light, you know, everything has to be plugged in. Um, and some people, I just don't, they don't kind of realize what all it takes, you know, in a live event setting. Um, but it, it's definitely, to me, that's something to consider, you know, if you're hosting an event or you're going out and, and looking or thinking about, you know, maybe doing your own convention or participating in a convention, these are some of the things you have to think about is, you know, every single thing is going to have to be set up. Um, I know I know most of the events that we've worked have been ballrooms or small convention centers. What are some things that makes it challenging um, in those type of spaces versus a church? Because typically you're, what we're talking about when we say convention center, it's just a long rectangle or or almost like a square room. Like that's literally it. So what are right. some things you're looking at when you're going and setting up or you're thinking about what do
1: I need in a room like that versus like a church auditorium. Yeah, that's another good point. You just never know uh from from uh, an audio perspective, you have to look at the the acoustics of the room. Just the natural the natural reverb of the room, you know, is it a, is it a noisy room? Is it a um, you know, are we talking I mean, most most convention style places are going to have, you know, concrete floors, you know, uh, you know, me- just bare walls, you know, not a lot of drape or anything like that. Um, so those just on the audio side give you uh, some some headaches there just to, off the start. So you have to really kind of look and really see what what the room is going to give you. Uh, and then you got to look on the other side of everything. Like what does this facility have as far as power? You know, do they have enough power to run everything? Uh, that's, that's something that a lot of people don't think about is, uh, is, is your power. Uh, you know, do they have enough power for us to run everything? Cause I mean, you're not, you're not talking, I'm just, you know, I'm going to use some, the, the wall outlets, you know, <laughs> that right. they have and just run a few extension cords. Uh, I'm talking about some heavy duty, like heavy duty uh, lines that are, that are going to be ran to uh, for that. And, and again, you know, not to get into the, the planning of a, of a, an event in an event space, but you also have to look at, there's so many other things that are involved with that. Do they, do they have meeting spaces? Do, do they have, you know, do they have adequate areas for, for this? Do they have that for that? You know, there's, there's so many other things that go into it, um, you know what? for for the the production side of it, do they do they have a nice loading dock? You know, yeah. Or are we? Oh yeah,
0: we hey, have that's, to take
1: everything down a ramp, or you yeah, know. man. The
0: loading dock is one thing you don't even consider until you start unloading flight cases, and you're like, wait a second, I we can't just roll up and roll these off the truck. We actually have to lift them off of the truck three feet in the air to <laughs> exactly. get them on, onto a barrier
1: or something exactly yeah Joe you know, for example I uh, uh, guess this was uh, it had been 2021 uh, we had youth convention downtown Birmingham yeah uh, at the Sheraton and the Sheraton they did not have a loading dock into their uh, I remember that into their ballroom huge ballroom very nice nice hotel nice ballroom uh, cool location downtown but they literally had a drive-through tunnel that went in between the hotel and the the meeting spaces. Right. And it there, all there was was a large roll up door. That was it. There was no dock. So we had to pull every piece of gear off the truck, drop it on the lift gate, push it in. And you know, and I was like, Oh my goodness. So and people don't think about those things either until, you yeah. know, like you said, so that's, that's normally on a site visit. I'm like, all right, nice room. Do you have power? Um, where's the loading dock? Let's go right. see the
0: loading dock. We've got to have a loading dock. That's, that's number one priority. We can't have a meeting here if we don't have a loading dock. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now the other thing now, cause audio is really not my, my forte. I'm more on the media, the visual side. Uh, but one thing that I have noticed, you know, when you come into a church, your lighting is pretty consistent, like from Sunday to Sunday, you know, you may change light scenes, you may have different colors. Um, but you're not changing your lighting system every Sunday, so it's very easy to prepare for video for photo um, stuff like that. Right. So when you're going and looking at an event space, what are you looking at as far as lighting? Like, are you are you seeing if their house lighting is adequate, or do you just plan on bringing everything in?
1: Yeah, so that's that's another thing you're looking at is uh, is are for example in in convention centers normally are small civic centers you're a lot of times you're looking at those big heavy duty industrial fluorescent lighting uh yeah. the type of lighting i call it just gym lighting yeah that yeah yeah they, basically what would be in a gymnasium exactly so they take you know five minutes to warm up and if you turn them off you can't turn them right back on they have to warm back you know cool off and they have to warm back up right. uh, and those the the temperature on those things a lot of times color wise is terrible. You know, it's just, it doesn't sit well with photo doesn't sit well with, with video cameras at all. Um, So a lot of times it's uh, you know, Hey, can we cut these lights? We're going to if we're obviously want to cut these lights, but we're going to have to supplement somewhere else. Right. So it is, it is a, it is a uh, kind of a balancing act of, you know, uh, for example, just, I I use these for example, just to kind of give, well, we did camp meeting at Troy. Uh, a yeah. couple of times. and and Troy uh, University had a really cool setup in their main arena um, that was set up for their graduations. And I thought it was very unique. but at and you know, you're looking at a Division one basketball court. And at the very end of one of the courts uh, at the very end of the, the arena, they just had their temporary staging that never went away. It just stayed there. right. And so what they did was they flew. A, uh, uh just a classy looking piece of truss across and they just had some um some source four licos that were installed you know by an integrator and that was just all we needed it, it was just yeah. enough and um now everywhere is not like that <laughs> yeah that, that no. was just that was just one of those nice situations where it was like okay uh you know when we're looking at what we're gonna need for an event okay lighting is you know, Unless we put Um, up lights somewhere or something else. Right.
0: I remember um, back, was it 2019 when we went to the Marriott and we did that convention at the Marriott and the ceiling was so low that we couldn't get the trussing up high enough for the light. So basically, if you think about for those of you that are listening that have churches with really high ceilings, you kind of have an idea of where the trusses are, how high your lights are. So take yep. that lighting and lower it down to about six inches above your head. And that's where the lights yes. seemed like they were at yes. on the stage. And I'm, so you were almost staring
1: directly into the lights. <laughs> yeah. So I think that was the year, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. That was brother uh, Carson that preached that year. Yes. And I want to say the light was like right above his, like we had some, some led lighting and it was like right above his, his head. Like it was it.
0: Right. And uh, it makes it but,
1: horrible for live stream. It makes it horrible for photography. Yeah. Right. Right. And 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 as far as uh, our district goes, uh, as our state, it, it's kind of neat to kind of be able to look back at those situations mm-hmm. um, to see where we've come from. We've, you know, we've learned from, you know, uh, I'm not going to say mistakes, uh, but just, you know, you learn from, from year to year, you know, right. hey, this works, this doesn't. Um, we can improve here. We can improve there. Cause you always want to be better because there, there's always, I really get kind of frustrated sometimes when I hear people act like, you know, this is the best we can do, you know? Right. And, um, I feel, uh, not to get like super spiritual, but I, I feel that we should be bringing our best to church. You know, it shouldn't be, you know, just, you know, this is what we got, you know, yeah, and, and we'll, we'll make it, but let's you know, kind of, and I know it's tough because especially in the creative and the production world, uh, you get a lot of pushback on budgets and, and numbers right. and everything. Um, but it's just taking whatever you got and and making it the most first class and excellent. you know, just, yeah. just serving with excellence. Yeah.
0: And I say so. it's, it's kind of like carrying on that, that thing from church. You know, we show up to church every Sunday and we want to put in our best and we want to have the best production, the best lighting, the best photography, the best audio um, and so you kind of want to carry that over into an event space as well. It's just absolutely the time constraints of like, you've got to be prepared before you get on site. Um, right. Like, you've got, you've got to already have options. Like if this goes down, here's our replacement. If this don't work, here's plan B, right. you know, type stuff. Because, right. um, with a, with a live event, um, it's critical. Um, and I know not just with conventions, you've actually had some experience working, um, concerts, and things like that and uh you know like you can't just stop a concert in the middle of a concert and be like yeah we gotta change this light out or we gotta you know
1: yeah, we'll, we'll right, pause for 10 right. minutes while we change the batteries in the mic like it doesn't work like that exactly yeah and, and that's funny you say that yeah so i've I freelanced uh with a, a local production company uh, for almost four years now i started uh right before covid so that was fun uh so uh <laughs> But, yeah it, it on on the and I think a lot of times we we sell ourselves short as the church um because like I've done some uh with our company I've done some work uh, for some you know some secular artist where there's no there's no questions you you get their writer and a writer if you don't know, a writer is just their requirements. so uh you know this person may say, you know, I mean they're picky and 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 <laughs> yeah. rightly so. I they're mean this is what they do for a profession. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you know you know they may uh, for any gearheads you know they may say, okay audio, uh, we only can use uh, like a Meyer PA rig or an L Acoustics PA rig, um, or you know they, I mean it it goes down to to the lighting to the lighting. You know all right we can only have either this brand you know. And it's not just like your cheap, you know, Amazon, like it's, it's the high end stuff. And there's no question on whether you meet that. That's the rider. That's their requirements. Yeah. And I mean, and that goes down to what they have in their green room, you know, they want (laughs) diet Coke in their green room and they Uh, want, you know, uh, salt and vinegar chips, you know, not lace, you know, they only can eat Tom, you know, so it's, it's kind it's crazy that we, a lot of times we sell ourselves short uh as the church, you know, to say, "Oh, well, you know, we can we'll we'll just we'll just do this and do that and um you know, I really personally have tried to do this in in our on our own church um to you know, just do things to like you said m- minimize distractions uh right, especially during during services uh you know, it's it's little things like that and and essentially in the live event world for a church, we essentially are taking whatever room we're in and we're turning it into a sanctuary.
0: Right. And,
1: uh, a lot of times that has, you know, some, some, some issues, you know, I, some people would be like, well, you know, it's kind of hard to turn a, a ballroom that was, you know, used for a prom last week, you know, they're yeah. playing, you know, worldly DJ was in here and, <laughs> and I said, you know, it's, we're the church, you know, like right. we, we, the, we can have church we, anywhere. We take it, we can take it anywhere. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's very interesting where you go into these, uh, the hotel ballrooms are the best example. Um, you will, you know, uh, just our, our our recent youth convention, you know, we're setting up and and the, the music team comes in and practice and and you would be surprised. Like at one point in time, I would just kind of watch over my shoulders and hotel staff would just come in from the service corridors and kind of yeah. peek in the door and just go, and, you know, it's, it, and it's amazing because, uh, sometimes that's where you're reaching people. You don't even know you're reaching, yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, and just, to us, just that from was a practice. That, yeah, exactly. To us, that was rehearsal. And, um, so you'd never, you never know. So, yeah, I like that. Um, so yeah, obviously, you know,
0: we've covered some of the differences in you know, things that you're looking for if you're going to an event. And stuff like that. Uh, one thing we haven't touched on, though, that I want to touch on is um, if you're live streaming an event, because uh, especially since COVID, now everybody live streams. Like every church live streams, every event is live streamed. Um, it's just it's just the, the the culture that we live in now. Everything is connected, um, so it's easy to live stream at your church where you know my internet connection is this. I know my cameras are this. I know my computer. I know my software. What is it like when you go? to a place like what we've been talking about where there's no infrastructure for live stream. And it's like, okay, now I have to get a live stream up and running for this event.
1: Yeah, that, that's, that is one of the biggest uh, hurdles to go through a lot of times. Um, It just depends really because you, you run through situations where um, certain facilities, especially hotels, um, there's some event like convention style places that have them, but there's there's companies out there that are, um, pretty much what they would call themselves an AV contractor, um, yeah. in these hotels. And there's there's one company that goes by um, it's Encore now, but it used to be PSAV, and essentially they get they kind of own the right to pretty much anything in that ballroom. And one of the things that you have to pay them for a lot of times in these ballrooms or event spaces is power and internet. Yeah. And uh, a lot of times it is, uh, it is marked up, you know, versus, you <laughs> know, what you, would, what, <laughs> what you would normally say. Um, I told somebody the other day, I said, I wish I would have been the guy that would have thought about the company PSAV or Encore. Uh, Cause that guy is just, he's, he's laughing all the way to the bank right now. But uh, you know, it's, it's difficult because, you know, from them, you know, uh like for our our last event uh i was told that i would have 10 megs yeah and i was like okay well we were going to use resi for our uh streaming and coding so right i i was like 10 megs that that should be fine you know not ideal but it will work not ideal it'll it'll work so (laughs) the our encore rep comes in and he's uh, giving us the drop the internet drop and He's like, man, I don't, I don't know what's going on. He's like, just, just plug into it. It, It's good to go. He's at, because normally when they give you these, these lines, they, they cap them, and when, when you cap them, you plug them into your whatever you're using, uh, and you can't really, you never can put them into a a network switch. It's just one user, right? Um, So if you're using this laptop with Resi, it has to go into the laptop. Well, it had no cap on it we throw it into a network switch. They run a speed test and it was like 800 up and like <laughs> 700 down. Yeah. And somebody I was like, nah, a I think we man. have enough.
0: Yeah. That never I, was like, happens. I think we have
1: enough. <laughs> it's never, it's never happened. So I was like, yeah. I'll call that a win. Yeah. Uh, but you know, there's, there's been, there's been other times that, you know, where um, we had no internet and uh, yeah. you know, it was like, Hey, let's, you know, I carry a hotspot with me everywhere, you know, Yeah. one beside my phone, you know, an actual hotspot and I can tether it to my computer um, or I could just use it. And so those, you know, you just have to take, you have to take that in stride because there's, you know, there's so many people that would be like, you know, just like, I mean, just think about your local, your local church. When say you right. have a, a, a dropout or, you know, you have some downtime at your church and you're like oh this is so frustrating right um, well take the live event world you've set up tripods you run sdi line probably all over the place and,
0: <laughs> yeah thousands you know, of feet of sdi every, line every,
1: everywhere and then and then and then you hook everything up and it's like okay well we barely have enough internet to to send like 10 frames you know right a, a minute <laughs> you know it's it's right. going to be so choppy where."
0: I was going to say, you are talking about setting up the tripods and running cables. People don't understand. Like you have to rent all that. And like, we just take it for granted. We have cameras permanently set up in our church, but you think about, you know, six cameras, eight cameras, PTZs or manned or tripods or whatever. Like that's a lot of money
1: on the front end. You have invested just to find out the internet doesn't work. Exactly. Exactly. So that's, and that's where, you know, not to not, not to plug them or anything, but that's yeah. where Resi is really nice because uh you're getting uh you're getting back and forth constantly. So if there's any buffer, uh you have that delay. Yeah. Um, so that that's you know, that's an advantage of, of Resi versus, you know, just any other uh style of encoding. But uh yeah, internet is a huge deal. Not only is it for live streaming a big deal, uh just think about how many, I mean. And I'll be the first one to say I'm guilty of it. But how many items do we have at front of house at at Monitor World at you know at the registration table? How many items do we? I mean, how many laptops do we have set yeah. up? How many desktops do we? You know, and like iMacs just set up. And how many you know iPads? We need music playback. We need this and that. Yeah. And it's like that's that's a lot of you know that's a lot of just. Normal, what I just call normal yeah. wear and tear of it's of funny just you said that regular internet.
0: I'm sitting here in my church office, I'm looking over at the sanctuary building, I'm counting computers and iPads in my head, and I'm like, yeah, Wow, oh, we yeah. actually have a yeah. lot of connected devices that we use just for normal production on a Sunday. And so then you take that yeah. to an event, and you've got to have internet connection for like a minimum 10 computers or something like that.
1: Ex- exactly, yeah. And then, and then I always like I always want to be flexible too. Cause you know, what if, uh, you know, what if a speaker, uh, comes in or, uh, somebody that's presenting something and goes, Hey, you know, I got my iPad. I need internet here too.
0: Right. Uh, I
1: mean, you could, you could, at an event, you could, you could hit 20 devices, you know, without even looking at your live stream and yeah. Right. So, uh, thankfully a lot of those devices only need to check emails or do something really basic versus, Um, you know, eat up a lot of your bandwidth on something yeah. else so
0: um but yeah that's something I would I would tell people for sure like if you're thinking about hosting an event and you know you're gonna need internet like ask that up front what are your options um don't wait till you get there and just say we'll figure out the internet uh handle that on the front end for sure uh because we just live in such a connected world um and then you even think about your creative team and a live event your photographers your video people they're downloading things they're uploading things uh you know just them alone i mean you may have you may have 10 creatives there you know producing content to upload that need internet connections as well
1: yeah absolutely you know you have you have that team that's working hard you know they're uh they're taking shots and you know they're they're editing and, and trying to upload uh, quality content and i mean again you're not looking at a huge bandwidth issue but for those those folks but they still need to have something that is dedicated it's fast you know you right you don't want them sitting there at a computer trying to upload something and it's and it's uploading for you know 10 minutes (laughs) right yeah or you can't access them up so uh
0: because we use so many cloud apps and stuff now too you know if you can't access your cloud stuff that's frustrating as well um so yeah so we talked about live stream lighting sound Um, Really, the last thing that I want to talk about, one of my favorite things to talk about is media um, at a live event. You know, obviously, if we're hosting church services or conventions, we're going to want screens, projectors up, just like we do at church to put lyrics, show videos and stuff like that. So when you're going into a temporary location, like what are some options or what are you looking at? Because, I mean, I just come into church every Sunday, turn the projector on and we're ready to go.
1: Right. Yeah, that's. So that's the, that's the new biggest thing is, is, uh, is presentation and there is such a huge opening, I guess, opening, probably not the best word. There's probably a huge idea in, in, in this space, just because there's so many different ways to do this. You know, you can, you can use high power projectors, you know, you could use some, some, uh, some 10 K or. 20K projectors that, you know, you could sit in the back of a room 150 foot back with a uh you know, a super long throw lens and and hit some projector screens and they look great, you know. Yeah. And then when 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 you're looking at the budget of things, that's where that's where a lot of times if, if you're looking at to to do an event and you're looking at your budget and you're looking at quotes, presentation, so what we'd call video world. Is going to make you or break you at that point in time. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it could be the difference of, you know, I wouldn't say half of your budget for your event, but pretty close to half of, of what you're looking at on a quote is going to be for video. Uh, if you decide to move into the LED wall world, yeah. Uh, it's just, you know, technology has come such a long way, you know, it's, it's amazing to me just because you have so many options when you get into the world of led. Yeah. I mean, the possibilities are endless. You know, I've, I've seen, uh, I've seen some bigger scale events, uh, where they have done a combination, you know, uh, they may do iMag, um, with projectors and then use, uh, led walls for other content or vice versa, you know, uh, but LED walls are, if you can, if you can put them into your budget for your event, I would highly suggest you do it, just because you get such a wow factor. the mm-hmm. the, the image quality on them are just so insane. Uh, you're gonna see, you're gonna see a, a a pretty big difference between that projector and 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 an LED wall. And like right. I said, there's a lot of people that you know will just hang them as an you know as a As a 16 by nine, you know, ratio, you know, obviously not the sizing, but, you know, as a, as a widescreen, uh, LED wall. And then there's some people that do longer walls, you know, as presentation, uh, say, you know, uh, upstage behind, a a behind the stage and it looks great. And so there's other people that make ribbons out of them, you know, it's, it's really amazing uh yeah. how far we've come technology-wise with those. I've seen but, some really interesting know, stage setups like that like you were talking about like making
0: shapes out of the LED walls and yeah. stuff.
1: Yeah, it's 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 really you would be surprised on how you can just elevate more your stage design. Mm-hmm. Uh and I know like I know like during COVID a lot of people were Working on stage designs just because, like in their local church, just because you know, you you went from a if you were live streaming before COVID, you know, you're you're used to not staying zoomed in, like right, like my pastor, he 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 r- r- like rarely stands behind the pulpit, you know, because he's always yeah. going somewhere, and and during during COVID when I was when we were live streaming, like I could stay tight on him because he didn't move that much, you know, right, yeah, there there obviously there wasn't anybody in the room. So, uh, you know, using those LED fixtures just to build, you know, just components. uh, Yeah. We did it uh, last year at youth convention, at our youth convention in Alabama. We did, uh, we had two LED walls on each side for content. And then on the stage, so the upstage side, um, we had the drummer sitting in the middle. And on each side of the drummer, we had a tiered uh, kind of a, like a little mountain almost kind of starting yeah, yeah, like going up into the that middle. That was cool. And that was, that was such a cool uh feature to just, it just added something extra. You know, we had lighting, we had everything, but it just added something extra, Uh especially like when you saw somebody standing behind a podium and then you have their content on both sides of them. So it's right. You know, like I said, you have, you have so many options when it comes to, to that kind of stuff, but uh yeah. it, it definitely, Eats up a lot of of your budget, uh, as far as you know. Yeah, those things are not LED cheap. World. Even to rent, they're they not, cheap. not cheap. <laughs> Even uh, to rent, they're not cheap. So
0: yeah, and you better have somebody that knows what they're doing install them because you do not want to break yes. one of those. Yes,
1: or or get cheap ones as well. Yeah. So exactly. All
0: right. <laughs> so uh, talking about all that though, and, and some people, if you're still listening, if you haven't tuned out yet with all of our uh, gear talk, you may be thinking. I want to host an event, but I do not want to go through all this because this is a sounds like a headache. Um, because we've done it both ways. I know me and you have worked together. We've done it ourselves where we rented the equipment. We've hired in production companies and we kind of supplemented. Um, and then this year, you just hired a production company for everything. Um, so what? Like if somebody is like, okay, I want to host an event, you know, medium size, large event, or whatever, and I just want to hire a production company. Like, where do you even start? looking for that because there's probably so many production companies out there, you know, like, what are some, what are some questions you should ask or what are some things you should be looking for? Um, if you want to hire
1: somebody to do all this. Yeah, that's, that's where, uh, you have to really sit down and, and, and figure out, you know, what, what are your goals for this event? Um, for example, I, I'll use this as example. Our our most recent youth convention uh, we just had it uh, last weekend, and it was great. Uh, so I I serve as our uh, at our youth level of our organization. I serve as the director of production. So I'm that's my job is to make sure that we produce a um, you know as far as the actual production end of everything that we produce a good youth convention, and so most every year. Uh, that involved me actually playing a role in something. You know, I, I was right. either running a live stream, running, you know, running in front of a house, running audio, running, you know, doing something else, uh, and set, instead of you know helping make sure this thing is is seen uh, all the way through. So this year we wanted to try to take that, and um, I I kind of put my I put myself into the executive producer role. And right. it really helped, um, to, and it's not to get another title. Cause Lord knows with, with titles, you just, you get more work,
0: right? <laughs> we're, exactly. We're,
1: that's, that's, that's all it means. Uh, so, uh, but it was really helpful because I was able to bring in a company that I trusted and I knew that they would do everything for us. Um, and they knew that I gave them my vision and I told them, you know, in the audio department we need this yeah in the lighting department we need this in the video department we need this in the streaming department we need this and i was able to take that to them and they were able to see take my vision and what we needed and continue it right and so exactly that's helpful and that's that's where you need to look and see what what do you what do you need as far as what your event is going to need? Well, what, what are you going to need? Are you going to need uh, full scale? Are you going to need lighting? Are you going to need video? Are you going to need all those components? Or are you just, is this really simple? Is this just going to be, you know, just audio and, you know, a little bit of video. So that's, that's where you need to look. And, and the next step I would say is, you know, find somebody that's relatively close to you. You know, if you live in a big city Um, I guarantee you there are plenty of uh, production companies around you uh, that do that that sort of thing on a a daily basis the the biggest thing is just trying to find somebody of course you know budget wise every you know there's there's not one time that you just say hey it's it's unlimited (laughs) your the funds are unlimited just go just just go after it Uh, so that, that that has you know a little bit to do with it as well but uh you know finding somebody uh building relationships to me that's that's the best thing to do. Uh I actually got into the production world just from building a relationship. Uh yeah. so how how I got into freelancing is uh for one of our youth conventions, we needed some um we needed some short throw projectors that we could project rear projection from right. backstage uh within a short distance. And so I reached out to a guy in my local area and I I just so happened to talk to the owner of the company and we talked and you know I told him I was like hey you know I do all, I do all this at my church well I quickly learned that our church you know <laughs> versus <laughs> the production world <laughs> is it's, it's just night and day you know uh, yeah these guys are doing corporate stuff and festivals and and so it was really neat and I, I told him at first I was like hey look you know I said you know I I would love just to come you know can I come out you don't have to pay me you know and one thing led to another and. You know now it's a it's a paying gig where you know I, I go out and uh, and I learn more about the production world and that's and that's the cool thing about like I said making contacts and and getting to know people and networking is you meet people and you any event you go to I always come away from every event it doesn't matter if I'm if I'm in an executive producer role or if I'm running monitors uh, for the band and the singers or whatever, if I'm running the live stream, I'm always learning something from someone else. Yeah. And it's uh, and it's crazy, and it's you're, you're always perfecting your craft in that nature, too. Yeah. So that's why I always say, you You can say, learn you know, a lot.
0: Like you were talking about, you can learn a lot in a live event setting that you can
1: take back to your local church. Absolutely, absolutely. And so that's why I'm always like, just meet people, talk with people. Uh, you never know, you know, until – you, you meet someone and, and talk with them and, and, you know, see, you know, what, what you want, but the, we, for this, for our youth convention, we wanted something, you know, we wanted something first class that, you know, I could, you know, like I said, I, I'm a, I'm a control freak, I think. And yeah. it knowing that something is out of my hands is, is tough for me. That's, right. pers- that's a personal trait that, that I'm working on, but uh it's, it's tough because, to relinquish control to somebody else. Cause in my mind, I may not actually fulfill this, but in my mind, if, if I'm doing it, I know, okay, I have to do this. I have to do this and do this. And then if I'm relinquishing that to someone else, I'm trusting that that person does it. And so, uh, and it was, it was really awesome this year to, um, to have, uh, I'll mention them. They're great guys, Darren Cooper and front porch media, um, from, uh, Maryville, Tennessee area. Uh, they handled all of our aspects of production and uh, I couldn't be happier with them. And we're uh, hoping to start a pretty big relationship with, uh, with them in the state of Alabama. But uh, it's just really great to be able to have all of the knowledge that in one, at one spot, uh, instead of, you know, instead of having to, you know, volunteers are awesome. And I I don't want to say this in the wrong way, But Uh, when, when you're having to, you know, tell somebody what to do and tell them, you know, 12 times before they can do it, uh, it just, it makes your, like I said, these events, you don't have, you know, three days of setup time. You know, you load in normally you load in, in the morning that afternoon, you have some kind of rehearsal, uh, and then the events, then the events goes and you got to tear it all down. Right. And so it's such a, it's such a time sensitive kind of thing. That you have to be on your p's and q's. Everybody has to be clicking, and so uh, that's the kind of thing you have to look for too. You know, just excellence and um, and everything of that nature. So,
0: yeah, and I have to brag on them too because they brought a whole team with them to run everything. You know, it's so right. very knowledgeable people, and we and we used and and that's not to say we didn't use volunteers. I'm a big believer of using volunteers where you can give people an opportunity to serve. Um, And I would say if you have an opportunity to ever work a live event, take that opportunity because you'll be surprised at what you learn, even if it's just a minor role, even if you're not taking the lead role, I think you should still, you know, participate in those. Um, But yeah, you're right. You know, like when I'm training somebody at my church, if they don't get it just right this Sunday, well, we've got next Sunday to work on it and we got the next Sunday to work on it. Whereas in a lot, like you're talking about in a live event, like we've got to have this now. And like, if I tell you to go, if I tell you to go plug this in or go find this equipment or go do this, like I need to trust that
1: you can go do it like now. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. Live events are they're They're a different breed. Um, like for example, when, when I'm working, when I'm freelancing here in town, we do a lot of corporate stuff and corporate Mm -hmm. stuff is crazy just because, uh, these people are you know big companies or you know whatever and and they're paying you to come in and do a job you know and you know they have now granted this person may not be in the production world but they had somebody in their creative team that came up with a, a run of show and it's like all right yeah you know when this person gets up to talk you're gonna fire this graphic uh yeah. you know this and and so it's it's crazy because it should be that same way in the church world. Like we should not to plan everything out because I think there's needs to be organization. Oh, absolutely. But, uh, but you know, we, we can still be organized and still, and still have church like, like we know it. Uh, so when it comes to, you know, just laying everything out that way, because Again, you're not talking about just your local church where we just turn the lights on, you know, come in and and just have church. You you have so many moving parts that um it is nice to have kind of everything laid out. Um and and like I said, in those corporate those corporate gigs, you know, you have to be, you know, these people are paying you to do a job. And if you miss a big cue or something, it's just like, wow, you know, like they come to you afterwards like, well, why didn't, you know, why didn't so and so uh I'll give you an example. I, I worked one uh, during Christmas time uh, last year. That um, I, I won't say the name of who it was, but there was a keynote speaker, and he's a like a one of the biggest basketball coaches ever. Uh, oh. I'll just leave it at that. He coached college, and he was a part of a couple of, uh, Olympic NBA teams. So I'll just you know let you <laughs> do let your Google research on that. On that. Yeah, it, do your research. Super nice guy, um, and it was it was a very high profile gala. Uh, it was a fundraiser for a foundation, you know, black tie affair, um, and I had seven pages of cues uh, between graphics, sponsorships, and that's what a lot of people, you know, like in the corporate world. There are so many people that paid to get their logo on their screens, right? And so if I miss that cue well, I'm in trouble, you know, uh, and, and not that anybody gets in trouble in church, but it's like the live event world is, is, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty hardcore. Uh, and, you know, being able to be flexible and, and quick and everything like that is super helpful. So, uh, like I said, I I think a lot of times we sell ourselves short just because it's like, oh, it's a church. If we, you know, if we miss that, you know, it's, it is, you know, kind of, it is Mm -hmm. what it is kind of thing. But I think, you know, if we can maintain that, that that spirit of excellence, you know, what's what's different from that from, you know, a corporate, you know, business meeting, you know, right. Exactly. So um, that's 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 where the challenges lie. But it's like I said, when you do your planning and you plan everything out, you succeed and you just like I said, you you take event from event to event. And so I always think about every event in the state of Alabama. You know, we do we do so many remote events. Um, that I go back in my mind and I I need to start writing them down. So that way it's a little bit better because my mind is not as sharp as it used to be, but just go through and say, you know, Hey, okay. The year we were at the Marriott. Okay. We had a lot of issues. (laughs) Yeah. This went wrong. This went wrong. Okay. What, what was a win for us? Okay. When was this and this and this. And so you, you continue to build and then, you know, five, six years down the road, you're like, okay, well look at what we've, Look at the progress we've made. Yeah. So, um the live event space is 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 that way that, you know, you always need to, you know, look at your failures and um, you know, your not only your failures, but what what were your wins too? Yeah. So that helps you that helps you plan in the future as well. Right.
0: Yeah. I agree with that with events. Events, um and I think you should probably periodically do this at church, but have these debrief meetings where you just get everybody that was involved in production or creative or whatever. And you're like, all right, let's just say what went right, what went wrong, you know, and uh, not, not that you're putting anybody on the floor or anybody in the spotlight, but it's like, okay, we had these issues because of this. Now, next time we know that we can fix those things. Um, Because I was, I was very impressed with the production this year um, I know we keep talking about that, but it's just the freshest one in my mind. So that's what we're talking about. Right. But how they had their um their binders, basically like a playbook for each position. Like, okay, you know, we're gonna need sound here, we're gonna need lights here, we're gonna need transitions here, we're gonna need microphones here. Um, and I'm sure those guys after each event, they probably go back, okay, let's how can we tweak this system and makes it better? You know, we had trouble, right. you know, getting the spotlights to this part. How can we do that quicker? we had trouble playing this media. How can we do that better?
1: Right. Yeah. And and that's where in in the live event space you you plan, you over plan almost because you have for, for people in the production end of it, we know we know the cues. Like, for example, Not to reiterate, but Friday night of our youth convention, we had a huge presentation um, for our missions giving, Mm -hmm. and uh, there were so many people involved, and there were so many elements involved in that, between graphics, between videos, between presentations, between this and that. uh, There were so many cues. And so we had a a show caller, uh, Rachel, she did great. Um, she was calling all of the cues in our comms and we, uh, myself and Michael Bryan, we were side stage trying to just make sure everybody was in their spot. That's the toughest thing is because you're, you're trying to take people that not saying they don't know better, but it's just, when my mind thinks of an event, my mind goes directly to the production side.
0: Right. Yeah. Cause I'm
1: warped. <laughs> <laughs> Cause that's what I'm, we I'm do. Just, that's uh, that's yeah. all I can think about. And so I'm just thinking of, you know, this is, you know, this was prior to our church service and this was, uh, you know, record, record, uh, offering of giving to missions. Yeah. And it was something that, you know, it needs to be celebrated, you know? And so I think that again, goes back to the excellence thing. Um, you know, if we just, you know, just kind of just let everybody kind of just do whatever they wanted to, uh, it would be a train wreck, you know, you uh, have yeah, people for sure. stepping on each other, like people, you know, and so, uh, you know, you over plan because you never know, like somebody may miss a cue or somebody may, you know, or the person may not stand where you told them to stand, you know? So, I mean, but, there's, there's all those kind of things too. So you're, you're plant you're over planning just to make sure you give yourself a little bit of a cushion, yeah. Um, so it's 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 tough, but I mean, like I said, it's yeah. it it can be done.
0: Yeah, and so um, yeah, we're we're gonna get ready to wrap up here. But you said one thing, and I I thought this was so important, and this is something you can implement in your local church, no matter how small of a church it is, um, whatever you want to call it, stage manager, uh, production manager, uh, uh platform coordinator, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. But just having somebody that lets everybody know, everybody else know what they're supposed to be doing, when they're supposed to be doing it, is a huge, huge help. Because, like you said, when we have that presentation, you got ten pastors from churches, and they're walking up on the stage, and they've got to go shake somebody's hand and get an award or or whatever it is. Um, Just having somebody that's like, okay, hey, you're next. Hey, you're next. All right, go now. You know. Um, Because like you said, me and you, you know, and and probably 99.9% of the people listening to this are involved in production or creative. So our minds are already geared to that. Like I'm looking for cues. I'm looking for the next time to go. But a lot of the times the people in the forefront of these events are not production people. So, you know, they're not thinking, Oh, I need to listen for the cue to make sure I walk out on time, or I need to make sure that I sing this song next or, or whatever. And so having somebody that manages that is a
1: man, it's a huge help. Oh, it's huge. And, and quick plug to, to planning center. If your church isn't using planning center, I would suggest, you know, obviously you want to run it by your pastor. Uh, You know, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, years ago, uh, only like big churches, you know, <laughs> yeah. mega churches were using it. And, um, and it's, it's, it's helped us at our local assembly. It, it's, we were with another smaller company that was doing the same yeah. thing that planning center does. It could, it has the online giving built in and everything, but planning center is so helpful. Um, I mean, just for the fact of volunteers, as far as scheduling folks, yeah. uh, the fact that if I know, you know, in, in a in two months I'm going out of town for for vacation, I go in and blacklist myself. I I, right. I black out those dates. And then that way, you know, when our our music director goes in to schedule music for that week, okay, well, you know, so and so is out of town, so I can't use so, and yeah. so it's really good like there's some churches that live and breathe and die by planning center, you know, like absolutely. And and but you know we we use it. We don't use it at our church, you know, as 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 strictly as that. We just use it for the function of online giving. Number one, yeah. Uh, just and a side plug, their rates are probably better than any other online giving platforms. But yeah, uh, check them out. Uh, <laughs> and number two is just scheduling, just because it's so easy it's so precise. Uh, if you're learning new music, you know, you, you can link in the YouTube video, you can link in, you know, if you have stems, you can, you know, do that. But that, that's, when you talked about having a platform coordinator, a show producer, somebody like that, you know, it could be just somebody that maintains your planning center. And you know, that, you know, the, the pastor doesn't even have to have, you know, you just say, Hey, that, you know, Hey, okay, today, you know, today we're, we're going to give a, uh, you know there's a baby dedication okay well where is yeah. the baby dedication at? Okay, the baby dedications between you know this song yeah. and this song you know just somebody to, to just help help flow better and you would be surprised the 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 amount of distractions that you just take away by yeah. just making sure that you know we have everything in order so right absolutely well man i've enjoyed hanging out and talking with
0: you today i'm always down for talking absolutely, production man. creative work and stuff like that So thank you guys for tuning in to this. Yeah. Uh, Real quick. Do you want to plug anything? Social medias, websites, companies, anything?
1: No, not, I I, I will say uh, again, front porch media, Darren Cooper, those guys are the best. Uh, I I guess I can get in trouble if I started naming the whole, naming the whole crew, but uh, yeah, those, those guys know who they are. They're, they're the best of the best. So um, yeah. And if you want to see how it um, looks,
0: it's what is it uh, on Instagram at, al youth department is that the yes yeah 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 Yeah. if you just want to see the production that we've been talking about those guys there's some there's some good photos up and if you go follow i think it's front porch media on um instagram as well if you go look at them you can see i mean just totally top-notch production um just kind of give you an idea if you're looking for a visual representation of what we've been talking about yeah go look at those All right, guys. Well, that's going to be it for this episode. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you on the next one.